and welcome everyone to a new episode of the Advanced Real Estate Investing Talk. This is Aurelien. Uh, I created an event in London, Ontario. We meet once a month. There is a speaker. Uh, we provide content. And then we have um, networking, structured networking, so that you can make the most out of being in the room. Um, so we, Glenn, thank you for being our guest in the month of September. That was awesome. Darcy will be our guest in the future. So stay tuned for that. And I'm here with Glenn, glennsutherland.com and Darcy, darcywhite.ca. Glenn has a coaching program. He has an event about multifamily investing coming up at Toronto Airport. All right. Thanks for uh, mentioning the conference. It's a double tree, like you said, uh, four, 5444 Dixie Road in Mississauga. Um, if you want tickets, glennsutherland.com slash conference. Um, it's called the Canadian Investing in U.S. Multifamily. Ari's going to be there. He's going to have an amazing speech. Brady McDonald, Quentin D'Souza, Felix Vortman, myself, Adam Raz, uh, and my um, my accounting team and CPA team from the U.S. who sets up all the structures and talks accounting. So all those like really detailed questions we're going to go through, uh, make sure we, we pull extract everything out of them. Um, you also mentioned I have a coaching course. So the coaching course is all designed on to give you everything you need to invest in the United States. So um, markets, how to pick a market, how to analyze a market, how to analyze a sub market, how to know where neighborhood lines are so you're not buying in the wrong area, how to set up a team from a distance, how to set up a team in person, um, all the questions to ask these people, how to analyze deals, corporate structure, uh, you know, raising money with joint ventures, raising money with private money, um, you know, financing, how to finance this stuff in the U.S., how financing works. I talk a ton about financing. I, I spend a whole hour talking about uh, the difference between Canadian and US financing. And then I actually get a mortgage broker to come on and they go over what we can actually qualify and then the detail, what kind of DSCR, what DSCR is, how to, how to work through this so that we completely understand how to invest in the United States. And then we go into all the other things, you know, we want to get into actually buying some amazingly cheap properties, you know, so the creative purchases, the inheriting American mortgages, which is called subject to sandwich leases, wholesaling, seller financing, a sign out, um, buying from the bank. So short sales, pre-foreclosures, foreclosures, um, all of this good stuff, right? Um, talk about creating systems and you know strategizing this as you're going to the U.S. This is really the time to build a business instead of having a bunch of real estate. Um, we talk about selling properties, which is completely different in the United States. We talk about uh, dealing with contractors. And anyway, like all this, um, we do a mastermind just to do like actual course and deal analysis and get the students across the finish line, make sure everyone's successful in doing this. Um, if you have questions about the course, um, email me, glenn at glennsutherland.com, or there's actually a, an info video on this as well on my website. So it's glennsutherland.com slash coaching. But anyway, come join. Um, Tons of value. I believe it's the cheapest, but the most value that exists. So this is a this is a no brainer, right? It'll save you more money than it costs. Your first you do a single deal, you will make far fewer mistakes and save yourself a lot of money by doing this course. Anyway, continue, Ari. And Darcy publishes his uh, thoughts uh, based on the podcast topics. He goes a bit deeper in the form of a a blog on his uh, website. So feel free to uh, go check it out. There is a lot of value there. So thank you everybody for tuning in. And today we will be discussing a case study. Um, a good friend of mine uh, works in London and um, made us the pleasure to attend our event. And uh, he had a few questions on what his next steps should be. So we thought, why don't we um, 
take his case and uh, try to see what uh, each of us come up with uh, what we come up with ideas in terms of what his next steps could be so let's talk about his situation he's 35 he has a good job he's been there for a while i would say at least 10 years his money is invested in the stock market and if he were to sell he would sell at a loss and currently he's renting an apartment in london ontario uh, what should be his next move who would like to go first well, honestly, um, with a lot of these sort of questions, it's, I feel like I don't have enough information, right? Uh, that's, that's, I have the same thing. So I would ask a lot more questions. I would, I'd love to have him on. Maybe have him on with his voice disguised with one of those vocoders and describes his voice with a hood over his head and say, hey, tell me, tell me more about this. Because uh, this is an intriguing question, right, Glenn? Yeah, but I think it. I think we could we could do some more general and make some assumptions, right? Yeah. Um, but I'd, lo- I'd of, love to tease things. This I'm out. really curious about, like, for some of my questions, where was like, well, you know, even if you're at a loss with your stocks, like, how are they performing now? Like, are we pulling these out when they're doing really well, right? Are we pulling these out while they're on a downward swing, right? Um, you know, where, where are we on this, uh, cycle? How are they doing? I'm not a stock expert by any means, but in all honesty, if something is working well, which probably it's not, (laughs) I have to assume it's not, if it's at a loss right now. Um, Mm. but, um, you know, what is the ROI? How much do you have invested? Because depending on how much money you have, it could mean what, what kind of opportunities do exist for you. Yeah. Like, do you sell that if it's, you know, buggy whips? and 19th century steam engines and it's still going down yeah get out um i mean that's so loser stocks and loser categories you got to get out from under them and yeah that might be a simple a simple hey fix that or fix it with your guy but um my question you know this this and maybe many others are thinking the same thing glenn it's what points out here is that there's no plan when you're what he's really asking for is what what's a plan and we've talked about this earlier in different ways and different uh, uh measures a financial plan is an expression of value and goals and dreams and things that you desire the tools themselves like money itself is a tool nobody dreams of hammers they dream of houses in the same way you shouldn't dream of money you should dream of lives or impact or what you want uh, we get hung up on hammers and money when we really should be get hung up on dreams and houses, the things that we're trying to create. So this, again, this is a great question because it it's the real question behind the question I sense is I need a plan. I'm 35. I got a good job. I did everything they told me to do in community rec and family studies 10 in Ontario curriculum. And I'm stunned. I've stopped. I'm there. What's next? I'm going to live for another 50 years. Well, how am I going to do that? Those are great questions. You know, I, I, I argue with people that uh, say that they don't want to go to school because they don't have a vocational plan. They're not going to go to school because they don't have a vocation plan. You know what? Going to school or taking philosophy or art or religion or literature does, it fills in the other part of the plan. Like, why are you living? So, you know, for what purpose? So for this guy, um, He's done really well. He's 35. He's got a great job. He's healthy. The whole world's in front of him. What do you want to do? Uh, for what purpose do you want to raise money? 
because uh, raising money is you can do it thousands of ways. Um, we got one of them or two of them where we've described in detail over 130 episodes how you can raise money in real estate and do it. But here's a larger plan. So I'd want to know what are your values? What are your goals? What do you want to do with your life? Um, and those are hard questions. Uh, the tools that yeah. to do them, you can jump right into them. Yeah. What do you think? Am I crazy? No, no, I, I was thinking the same thing. Like what you need a plan to hit your target. And depending on we like we don't know enough about this guy. So if say your your goal is I just want to sit on a beach, right? Well, and you don't have a you know strong family or friends tie, like you could go to Thailand and do this much earlier in your life because it's yeah. much more affordable, right? Like yeah. what like what is your goals? Where does it have to be? What are your parameters to be able to pull this off? Um, and then I guess work backwards to figure this out but yeah i'm not being flippant if that's your goal to sit on a beach in thailand you're almost there do two more things don't get a dog wear a <laughs> condom so you don't have kids and move <laughs> that's that's pretty much it you can do that with what you got now um if however your dream is of a house filled with family and three generations that you take care of then you got to get to work i mean somewhere yeah, in between downtown vancouver it's nice and cheap <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> No. Uh, so I don't, where were you thinking with this, Aria? Is it, was it, were you going with like we their plan or the, the migration to possibly real estate? But where my mind was, went with the, when I was thinking about that was um, like, once again, I don't know what this guy has for time. Um, and, you know, depending on what, if you want to be passive or active, if, if we're going to go down the real estate path, um, you know, if you want to be active in real estate, that's takes a lot of time. Um, he has a job you said for 10 years, does his, you know, does he have any time besides that to do that? And if it's just, he's looking for something super passive, like if we know the ROI of what his stocks are doing, then you can see if it makes more sense to invest in, you know, passively in someone else's project. Um, if he doesn't have the time or, or just work on whatever plan he's working on to try to get to, right. Um, you know, cause that's a lot of it is just reverse engineering. Like, just like Darcy was saying. Yeah. I think two weeks ago, we offered up five books. Restart there. I'd engage a financial planner, uh, not just a stock guy who's selling you stocks, but someone who's a financial planner is going to look at insurance, uh, register stuff and how it integrates with your, um, if you've got a good job, that means you've got opportunity to put away RRSPs. You got our access to perhaps a, 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 a savings you or a savings plan. I mean, there's a lot of tools you could start using uh, to get this together. Five years of hard work on your RSPs, borrow that to get your first house, use CMHC first home buyers um, insurance product, get yourself in your first house. I mean, so many ways to go. Yeah. What were you thinking, Ari? Yeah, I think, uh, so I know him personally, so I know a little bit more. Um, so I think he has not so much time and he was thinking, so he's a real estate event. He wants to know, what are the strategies available to me? How can I start? Uh, if you look at real estate as a vehicle to accumulate wealth and build equity, equity instead of paying, being a tenant in London, how can I access uh, home ownership and what are the, the options I have? And uh, so I went two possible ways. I think, uh, like we've said in different podcasts, I think it's very important to educate oneself so listen to podcasts there is a lot of free uh, of free material out there mm -hmm. you can listen to our podcast there are many podcasts about the how to 
uh, even uh, so how to uh, how to house hack how to buy uh, remotely, how to manage remotely uh, in, in markets where the numbers make sense uh, versus markets like uh, the ones in Ontario where most of them uh, don't really make sense financially. Um, so for me personally, I had some money saved up and I was living in Toronto and the numbers didn't make sense. So I started looking uh, further away and I wasn't afraid of uh, being myself from France, having moved over the ocean, uh, remote property management, remote uh, traveling wasn't really a, a mental barrier for me. So that I didn't have uh, issues with that. And uh, what I did is I bought a fourplex out of province. So that's what I did. If I were in his shoes today, um, uh, so I would educate myself, try to network with other people that are also in the same shoes where uh, he he may have, uh, I think he's in accounting, so he may have some expertise and can underwrite deals or that's a skill he can easily learn because he's, he's already in that field. So he could, that's the, that could be his contribution. Um, and then uh, uh, talking to a mortgage broker could be uh, also a step uh, forward to see, you know, what, what his annual income would qualify him for in terms of properties. And then if he's open to the idea, co-living, uh, house hacking could be a, a, a way to get started. So initially you buy a property that's cheaper with enough bedrooms that you can uh, rent out those rooms. The younger you are, the, the more uh, inclined you will be to, to do that. And that's a good way to gain expertise, experience in how to uh, lease, uh, screen people, uh, manage a property, manage tenants. Uh, so you're gonna get a uh, live uh, live experience from that. Yeah. Uh, and another strategy could be to uh, uh, educate yourself uh, about 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 buying value add homes. Uh, in the US, for example, or in other markets in Canada, um, if you can create value, then you can get in for cheaper and then you have uh, you can create some equity that way. And then uh, uh, educating yourself so you can take a course and very often those course come, come with a community where you can uh, learn, get to know people from that community who may have, if you're busy with your work, they may have more time. You might be the, the one with the... Um, the, the good job to qualify for the mortgage and you can do a joint venture and, and partner with someone to get to get a first property uh, in and uh, and maybe you could find someone with cash to help with the down payment if your own funds are stuck in the in the stock markets and you don't want to sell at the loss but yeah like Darcy was saying if those are depending on the stocks too you can consult with people that know more about stocks and see is it did you invest in an index that's going to come back or, or are those stocks uh, gone forever in case you may want to cut your losses, you know? So these are the, the thoughts I had for... Uh... Yeah, I, I like those thoughts because it was there. You, your thoughts had a lot of action steps and the, the action steps didn't necessarily involve spending any money, right? Which are yeah, way achieve. more achievable. Like, you know, talk to a mortgage broker, right? You know, educate yourself and figure out your situation, right? Uh, a lot of this stuff is not, doesn't even cost you money. So if something doesn't cost you money, I don't see why you wouldn't sort this out, right? Like I get it. Sometimes there's barriers. You're like, I don't want to drop the, the you know, the funds on certain things, but 
a lot of these things just to know where you are, see what you where you are, what uh, when you're talking to the mortgage broker, you know, this is what they'll qualify for. But what if I did this? What if I got a raise? What if I had came up with a bigger down payment? What could I do? What can I what could I get myself? And if, if his priority is to get into his first home, then, you know, because that's what we were thinking. We we're trying to figure out what the plan was. If that's what the plan is, then let's figure out what it takes to get into this home. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just, in the last, well, I don't know, year and a half or so, I, listeners will know I did work in, we had projects in Windsor. So I drove between that corridor on the 401 between Toronto and London to Windsor uh, constantly for 10 years. Those are beautiful communities. Um, often I found in the cities that we've invested in, the locals have not seen the value in what's right in front of them. We were consistently asked, why would you invest in Windsor? Why would, and currently we're being asked why we would invest in Saskatoon and Edmonton. It, everyone just crap talks their own local uh, thing. It's uh, their own communities. They have a trouble seeing the forest for the trees. They see their street. They know their two friends who had tenant troubles or are currently complaining in, uh, every day about interest rates. And that on that basis, they make their assumptions about real estate globally. I drove through that area in places like Tilsonburg and Leamington. These are beautiful communities. They're rural. They're small towns. They do not get any um, data collection uh, from CMHC. So it's harder to get financing, but the local banks will know them well. The local bank managers will have a portfolio of these properties. There's opportunities in smaller towns where there's just a real tight shortage of any rental housing. Um, there's an opportunity to buy where there's virtually no competition. Only locals know about it. And in these communities surrounding London, London's more expensive. You're looking at 300,000. High twos, maybe you're aggregating buying wholesale at a little bit lower, but you're still buying upwards of 200,000 a suite. Whereas you might be able to buy in front of some of these smaller communities without any competition. Now you pay higher interest. You might have to put a little bit more money down. But buying with virtually no competition within an hour's drive of where you live and work. It could be a weekend project that just roll out to the country, do some work, meet some contractors, do some drywall, fix these things. Um, you'll learn skills you'll um, and you'll improve an asset that has virtually no competition. Just draw a 50 kilometer circle outside London and see what's available. Draw some of the circus Strathroy. Um, don't, don't bother with, with uh, Stratford. It's overpriced because of the festival. Don't worry about those places, but pick places where there's just farmers and their mom doesn't want to live on the farm anymore. She wants to walk to the grocery store. Um, these kinds of places can be great purchases and you're, there's no competition and you'll learn, you'll learn a ton. Um, who cares where the doors are? Um, if you're making your percentage on your return, uh, you're good and you're providing a valuable service by improving rural properties. Small town Canada is going to be the next crisis that nobody's talking about. Nobody's also talking about housing on the reser reservations. Those are also not enumerated in the housing crisis. Nobody knows how hard it is to find a place to rent in a small town. So you move it to a small town and go, there's no place to rent. There's just no place. There isn't. So, My tenants that moved to Strathroy, that's how my story to go to the U.S. started. And they moved from Cambridge to Strathroy and there was nowhere to rent. And that's how I started renting, becoming a landlord in Strathroy. And then once I got used to being a landlord in Strathroy, which was two hours away, I figured out how to be a landlord in the U.S., right? Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So I see a lot of learning opportunities, you know, if totally. you, you want to do this. And uh, 
uh yeah there are many ways also try to listen to stories you know uh bigger pockets has many stories of people who had the most crazy imaginative strategies to get out of their situation and figure out a way <clears throat> to start uh in real estate investing and uh, there are many creative ways you can uh, you can uh, and uh you know the the spirit of resilience so it's, it's, it's also mindset yeah and don't be discouraged when you talk to a realtor in you know cold stream or Idlerton or Thorndale and they say there's nothing because they don't know they don't know what you're doing they have no idea what you're doing what they're used to is selling homes to people that live there or you know they just don't know what you might be doing um yeah I'd take a drive I would take a drive and just go see what's out there um I'd educate myself and then take a drive you don't have to go a long distance you don't have to be an urban setter um you could totally do this. I think that's a really interesting. So we got some action steps, right? You can yeah. educate and talk to a mortgage broker. Um, once the mortgage broker tells them some numbers, if they don't work, he could just, you know, he doesn't have to be in downtown London or whatever. You take Darcy's information and go a little bit farther out, find something that works for him, become a first time home buyer. You could leverage your RSPs and uh, voila, he's got into his first home. <laughs> yeah, I I think, you know, overall have a plan and then execute it yeah. and change it. If it needs adjustment, change the plan. Uh, there's no shame in that. That's called flexibility and intelligence. Yeah. And, and if you need a plan, talk to someone who's ahead of you, who's done what you want to do and talk to them and ask them how they did it. That's a good place to, uh, to start and get some ideas of a, of a plan to follow. Don't reinvent the wheel. Yep. Yeah. That's why I go to masterminds and meetups like Ari's. So you can network with people. And yeah. you get those little tidbits and you can uh, push yourself to the next level. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. Well, I hope, hopefully this, this, uh, this was helpful for our uh, listeners. Thank you everybody for tuning in. If you want to submit your topics, you, as you can see, we, we lean more and more on people's questions from the audience when we have, when we are at events or, and we try to uh, cater to uh, your questions and your what, what you want to know about real estate investing so advanced rei talk at gmail.com it's advanced rei talk at gmail.com and thank you for connecting today and see you next time thanks everybody thanks everyone